The, the, the dream is real. It's a lifestyle special. In- oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. Did somebody say the rose? Okay, it's your lifestyle special. Kenny Burns, starting with these mother suckers. You hear me? That's how we're going to start the show. I don't even know what a rose is, but I'm sure it's electric. And I'm sure it needs batteries. All right, it's your lifestyle special, Kenny Burns. Reporting live from the safest place on earth. I call it Loveland. How y'all doing, superheroes? Y'all having a good weekend? Clearly, Kendra is. All right? Y'all I good? am. You, you're good? You had a good weekend? I am. I am. You am what? Is, is, you using it right now? <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, put your hands together for my illustrious panel of superstars. She goes by the name of Kendra Coco Kenya Burns. How you doing there, girl? How you doing? Round of applause. <laughs> Kenya ain't going nowhere. I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, Kenya ain't going nowhere. Uh, keep those round of applause going, ladies and gentlemen. Cousin Freaky, a.k.a. Teule. What's happening, player? <laughs> she started with the rose. I, I ain't even, that wasn't even me. Keep those round of applause going for my baby girl. Her name is Sugar. We call her Dr. Sugar. How you doing, Sugar? Hey, y'all. I'm doing amazing. I hope you are. Yeah, you look amazing, child. Let me tell y'all one thing I know about life. It be lifing. And today's mm-hmm. topic, ladies and gentlemen, I want to first shout out Peace Stu and Tumabasa from um, YouTube now. The, the biggest algorithm gangster in the motherfucking world YouTube is. And he works there. And they had a conversation. And they were talking about gatekeepers versus hate keepers. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a hell of a title. Oh, that's a hell of a title. They were talking about it in conversation, much like Sugar do here on the Kenny Burns show. She be saying some gangster shit, and I be like, title. (laughs) I be like, title. Message. 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 So I was literally like, I couldn't stop thinking about this title, ladies and gentlemen, because we often talk about here on the Kenny Burns show about how these gatekeepers are so self-absorbed and have a, a mission according to their agenda for personal gain and personal satisfaction versus personal gain for our communities and satisfaction for our community, okay? Yeah, I said it, huh? Cousin Tony, I'm gonna bust that gun right quick. I felt that in my spirit. Leave it alone now. Put the guns down. Say no to drugs. But the problem I'm having, y'all, is it's becoming more evident and people don't give a fuck. And it's scaring me. It's really scaring me. And I wanna start this conversation off, gatekeepers versus hate keepers, by talking about these current gatekeepers and what just went down with that affirmative action ruling. Ladies and gentlemen, black and brown people and marginalized people have been working for their rights to participate. This particular thing, huh, Django? Clarence Thomas. We're going to call his ass the Django. This nigga's the Django. Just, just, just Django. Django. Nah, the Django, because the fuck are you doing, the Django? Right. Okay, you black. No, no question you're on the Supreme Court, sir, but they will lock your ass up today you do something to that white wife of yours. Huh? Huh? Put mm-hmm. you under the Supreme Court bench. Okay, the Django? Huh? The fuck are you doing, the Django? I want to talk about that briefly because it's a big deal. You know, people always want to talk about how it's not important to vote. It's not important to let your voice be heard in particular instances like this, black and brown folk. The laws is where we get tripped up all the time, okay? 
This is where we lose the race, huh? Mm-hmm. Pun intended. But I want to ask you, how is this shaping up for y'all? Because these gatekeepers did not do right by us with these decisions. They did not. And that was their whole agenda in 2016 mm. to get, uh, that was the whole reason they was all behind DT. Because I don't like to say his name. Um, Donald Dunn. They knew he was ignorant and they knew they he would do whatever they wanted him to do. And that particular particular presidency was able to pick uh, the majority. Yeah, of, I think he got uh, two Supreme Court justices, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, three? took it over. That motherfucker got three. He, he, he got three. And that's not even accounting, um, accounting for the ones that state government that he put in place for for those judges. But, you know, it was a big deal. And Hillary tweeted about it back in 2016. And so I seen a, a retweet where they was talking about it. Um, this is basically where it led us. They and, and we're in the shithouse. Well, guess what? One time in New York City. In New York. Got that motherfucking judge. He about to go to jail. You about to lose your job. Yeah, it ain't going for it. And then we're gonna bring your ass down here with Fannie Lou. Huh? You know her, you know she had a mamie, nigga. She ain't had no grandma, nigga. She had a mamie. She gonna cook your ass. But sugar, I know for a fact, even in education, I mean what DeSantis is doing. In Florida, I mean, this man is trying to make it. No, he made it against the law. Didn't he make it against the law? You can't talk about race, bitch. But how do you feel about the education set? The problem for me, you know, you know, the the overarching thing is a big problem. Number one, but number two, the big problem is, that, man, your last name is Desantis. You not white. You are. You not white. Bust the gun, please. Let me bust it. You got a you 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 got a whole prefix to your name, DeSantis. Like that ain't it. You're you're not white. You you think you are not um, a part of what your heritage is, and it's ridiculous because so many brown people look at black people like we not one in the same. Facts. And all them white people are still looking at us like we still black or brown. And they looking at us like, oh no, not the black people. Oh no, not the black people. I'm gonna side with the white people because white is right. Nah, baby. They don't like you either. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't like you either. So so the Django, the Santis, the fuck you motherfuckers doing out here in these streets? You really think you white? You really think yeah, you hey. white? You think that the white I'm picking up my microphone. I ain't never picked up my microphone in this podcast. <laughs> you think you white? And that rule's gonna apply for white people like they apply for you. You are a nigga. Mm-mm. And so, but this is my problem. I'm picking up my mic again. This is my problem with them. With them. They, those gatekeepers, in the name of Jesus Christ, in understanding the heritage that comes with your last name, that comes with your history, your ancestors, your motherfucking DNA. You gonna go against mm-hmm. that with all your might, huh? Mm-hmm. You just gonna go against it with all your when, might. When people are whitewashed, they believe the that that the narrative that they are creating in their heads and the groups that they are in, they feel like they have arrived into those areas. And what they don't really realize is behind closed doors, those people are still talking about them. 
how they don't belong. How, even if you got a white wife, and no shade to all white people because everybody ain't terrible. But in these situations, uh, even if you got a white wife, you still, whatever they call you, with a white wife. And she's still a nigga lover, whatever it is that they are calling us because behind closed doors, they don't like her either because she love you. Next. Wow. Listen, you are one thou wow. My mic's got picked up again. Uh, it's in my face. Pause. All my New York crew to know what to do. My, my thing is this too, though, to that point. Big shout to the allies. Big shout to the white people that know the difference. Okay? There's a difference. They know the difference between action, huh? in talk okay because a lot of y'all be talking us to death it's a lot of talking i was just at Publix, okay blinkers are on okay this white man right behind me same situation he's waiting for his wife to come out with the groceries quick dash okay we need some frozen fruit i've been at essence all weekend i ain't had many vegetables and fruit okay i'm trying to make a smoothie before the for the for the podcast okay all right i'm not trying to hold you up i'm not in your way car almost hits him white person driving that car he looks at me and says you motherfucker i had to roll the window down now mind you i'm on the phone with tumabasa because i'm getting i'm telling him i'm using he inspired the name of the thing and i'm also talking about another subject i'm gonna bring up momentarily but he's on the phone excuse me tuma hold on one second motherfucker who'd you say motherfucker to and he's on the speaker like kenny they carry guns you can't do that please don't get to do it with the man he's on speakerphone i'm talking to the man I'm like who did you end up with the white man ain't turned around he just gonna mumble something under his breath and look at me with the slave master stare you know what i'm saying and, and think i ain't gonna say nothing no i'm a new nigga yeah i'm a new nigga not negro huh i eat your face okay i'm eat your face with my words i'm not talking about violence i don't i don't condone violence i'm gonna bust that gun for all the gun levels i'm sorry cousin Tony and Tosh. But I eat your face. I'm gonna make you feel a certain way about everything you just said. I'm gonna make you go home mm. and reevaluate your life with my words. Okay, you see that growth? Huh? You feel that growth? That's growth. Cause Kenny, other Kenny, Kenny and them from Uptown, we got that car and pulled his hair. Okay? Just because I'm gonna treat him like a broad. Not that I would pull a woman's hair in, in the right situation, I would, but not in at the, at the supermarket. Did, did, I, did I clean that up? Tiffany is looking at us you like. She looking at us. <laughs> But, but that leads me to these gatekeepers, and I'm coming to you, Teule. We are really in a place, I don't know why I'm holding this mic, I'm tired as a motherfucker. When I tell you I got two hours sleep in the last 45 hours, but but I'm hyped because Teule, these gatekeepers are ruining America. They're ruining opportunity zones for black and brown people. The gatekeepers are tearing down even what we built, hip hop, they're tearing down hip hop. They they saw us come in the game, create this trillion dollar bit, and they are now using it against us to mm-hmm. tear it down. How do you feel about that, Teole? They're not tearing it down. They're actually upholding what the United States is meant to be. Mm. Right? Mm. It's meant to Hold be. on. Yeah, so Clarence Thomas, he's just going to do what they've done on plantations of old, right? You had a, an overseer, they would have one spook Negro who would be out there and, you know, what's the matter, what's the matter, boss? We sick? As if it's y'all, as if y'all both sick together. What's the matter, boss? You know, our, our mortgage? Like, no, so he's one of those. We guys. sick, I'm hold sick. on, first of all, yeah. yo, round of applause for that statement, because that, <laughs> that motherfucking character that Sam Jackson played, we sick? 
Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> That's essentially what he's doing, right? You know, somebody who actually benefited from affirmative action is literally telling black people, y'all got too much. How did he literally like do that as a black man? Man, his, his proximity to whiteness through his wife allows him to feel as if he's not one of us. How though? She even looked at you like a nigga. I'm sorry, I'm not saying that, but it's true. Like, she got you doing the devil's work. I'm sorry, it is white and black. Mm -hmm. the, all of my white friends, you know I love you, huh? My granddaddy was white. All I'm saying is, y'all really think, you look at his life. You've been sent on a mission to destroy your own. Every decision. Mm -hmm. Now, don't take me back to what's Anita? Not Anita Baker. Anita Hill. Child, Anita Hill. <laughs> Child. Do you, Sweet think, do you love. think that's where it started? Real, real motherfucker right there with a real voice. But Anita Baker Hill, she, he ain't even learned. Clarence Thomas was the judge, right? Yeah. Claren yeah uh -huh. Clarence Thomas sound like Sam Jackson. <laughs> the name, the, the name Clarence Thomas. We going outside for some breakfast. We going outside to whip them niggas. I'm Clarence. Yes, sir, master. I'm Clarence. What do you need today, sir? It, it, uh, uh, uh. It, I'm sorry, Taylor, but you hit on you hit a home run player because he is an example of how affirmative action works. You're gonna mm -hmm. take a marginalized person and give them the opportunity they would never get in any other circumstance and take that away. We know they do it to their women all day long. They don't care about their women. Oh no, they don't care. All the white women uh, listening out there, if you have never had a time or felt that you had a time in your lifetime to step up and boss up and go against them. And we know you go way back to slavery. We know you go way, and they was fucking the hell and having kids and y'all was just cool with it. I know, I get it. I get it. You're traumatized too, but here's your chance. Here's your chance to be on the right side of history. You could fucking throw a month. You talking about a monkey wrench? You could throw a monkey wrench in the whole system. You have the power. White women, you have the power. The problem though is this. They're not gonna throw a monkey wrench where they are safe. They are safe in the situation. They have everything at their fingertips. If they are just smiling and being quiet, they getting everything they want. So it's not necessarily at the top of their agenda to even feel like they need to be, be you know, an advocate for somebody else when ain't nothing wrong on their end. Like, we good. I ain't got to work. I'm going to the golf course. I'm going to the country club. I'm chilling. And my husband is working. And, you know, sometimes people just don't have it in them. You know, and speaking of having it in them, black folks is the biggest culprit of this. And I want to talk to you motherfucking house Negroes one second, okay? I'm going to stop saying nigga. Because you niggas make me no, sick. Not. You niggas make me sick, okay? And... The problem I have is that you get in these positions of power, right? And you want to assert your personal agenda more than you really want to help your people. You, you rather make a decision and fuck something up 
instead of do what you know is going to help you not only grow, but your people have a ladder into the window, a key to the door. But you gonna go on to do it for sake of the power you think you got. Do you know that's not your power to have? Do you know that? Right. Do you know these positions weren't made for you? You are a vessel, huh? You are not in control of this. You are a vessel. And the more we keep giving the power, hello, to these uh-huh. people that don't know what the fuck to do with it, this AI shit will come in and take over the world, okay? This algorithm will keep telling humans how to be human. Do you not feel that in your spirit? You are making way, and I'm talking to everybody, everybody that's feeling this in their gut. If you feel a way about what I'm saying, you're part of the problem. Uh. You letting algorithms take the place of human emotion. Human emotion? Mm -hmm. That's the only way you ever bought rap music. That's the only way you ever celebrated jazz. That's the only way we got here. You think you created rock and roll? No, we did. It was the pain. It was the pain. It was the chitlins. You made us eat because we couldn't get the goddamn meat on the fucking cow. Hello? Pete. But but we want a steak. (laughs) Not bacon or chitlins. You know, bacon came out of necessity because they didn't want that pig. That pig looked different. And they get, anyway, child, I wasn't alive. I'm still going to eat bacon. I'm going to let y'all live. Oh, no, every Sunday. I asked 19 Keys. I told y'all that, right? (laughs) I, 19 Keys said he got he can't be friends with people that eat bacon. I said, well, player, you love me, right? He's like, yeah. I said, well, I eat bacon on Sunday. <laughs> but y'all, it's, you know, it it, it it leads me to revolt television. Are y'all ready for story time? Are y'all ready for story time? Story time, story time. Yeah, and uh, big shout out to Tiffany. She don't know when not to give me some information when I'm on a roll, you know, because Tiffany got her toenails painted. I just want to tell everybody out there, um, and they're orange, <laughs> all right? They're orange. They're Miami, I'm talking about young Miami 305 ratchet orange, and I love it. Fluorescent orange is a stripper staple. All right, um, it's story time. I was at Revolt Television, ladies and gentlemen. If you are just joining the Kenny Burns Show by way of fandom or hearing something, a clip, and you're just now getting to meet me, I have a really colorful history. Um, And the GOAT, Andre Harrell, and Puff Daddy, uh, recruited me to come to Revolt Television, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't really have a great relationship with Puff Daddy, but I have a great relationship with Andre Harrell. And I was sold. I was sold on changing culture. I was sold on, you know, bringing music to the forefront and really being black and excellent. I'm talking about fashion. I'm talking about lifestyle. I'm talking about all the things. I get to Revolt Television, ladies and gentlemen, and Puff Daddy was really trying to create MTV, okay? I don't hold no punches, you know, I tell the truth, because the truth, will set you free. When I got there, we had a whole bunch of music. That was dope. I can't say Royals by Lord wasn't dope. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies. And we'll never be Royals. It was dope. Lord was dope. Royals was dope. The point of the story is, he had all type of music that was cool, but it wasn't for us to amplify. I'm sorry, huh? We was about to lose hip hop. Did he realize that? No. He didn't realize we was about to lose hip hop. He didn't realize that he was the one that could save hip hop. But guess who wanted to save it? 
Andre Champagne and Bubbles around. He had a vision. We black. Why are we doing anything other than black? We are the culture. We the ones that set the tone. We the ones that put things in perspective. He brought in Andy Schoen. Big shout to Andy Schoen. He ain't got nothing to do with it. He just part of the problem on accident. He came from the TV, y'all. He didn't come from BET. He wasn't Andre Harrell. And they had ideas and things they wanted to do. And they spent all this money on things that had nothing to do with nothing. Today, Revolt Television hasn't broken an artist. That's supposed to be by us for us, right? Hasn't broken. Matter of fact, it only has supported the bullshit that continues to tear down our hip hop culture. You know what part of the problem is? Part of the problem is we couldn't stand our truth. Part of the problem is we think that going younger every time is the way. We think that going younger every time is the way. But if it's bullshit, it's bullshit. If it's stank, it's stank. Mm-hmm. You funky motherfuckers. I got to bust that gun because that was a little one. Sorry, auntie. Sorry, cousin Tony and Tosh. But the moral of the story is we do that shit to ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. We do it to ourselves all the time. We go based on, listen to what I'm about to tell you now. We go about it based on what we think other people think. Huh? That gut you got, that strong ass feeling that makes you pick Al Green over Bobby Schmurter every time. That's the shit you need to be listening to. Now I ain't gonna hate on Bobby uh-huh. Schmurter cause that motherfucker. He's a hot nigga, you had one nigga, but the rest was some bullshit. But the moral of the story is, we know the feeling, huh? Yeah. Do we not know the feeling? These gatekeepers are trying shit on culture's expense. We cannot have it anymore. It's like we the guinea pigs. Come on, it's guinea pig heaven. Go ahead, come on, sugar, drop mm-hmm. the doctor shit. It's like we did. It's literally like we the guinea pigs. Like we, like you said earlier, we define what goes, and then once we define it, everybody just follows suit. But the problem is, we are not getting the notoriety. We are not getting the credit. We are not getting the money. People are not giving us our due when we set the stage. Like we set the stage. Period. Of everything. And I'm not even like being weird about it. We literally set the stage for everything and everything follows right after. Except this is what happens. No shade to Chris Jenner. No shade. She finds something that works. She reinvents it and makes it really work. But she never really orchestrates it from the beginning. I'm not mad at her for being able to do that, but that's what we're fighting against. Everybody is doing that against us because we won't come together and do it with ourselves. Like we just won't. No, and, and they and we won't because you're scared to tell somebody about themselves. Oh, you're hating. How are you hating with identifying something that is clearly fucked up? Now listen, mm-hmm. we got the Twitter fingers. We got all of the motherfucking trolls. We got, you know, the Django, DeSantis, the fucking them. You know what I'm saying? We got all that. Right? The fucking them mm-hmm. is a whole village. <laughs> the fucking them. They, we need to make a t-shirt. The fucking them. I do I've never been to the fucking them and I don't plan on going. But the point I'm trying to make is we fucking continuously do this shit and you know it's not it. Act bad ain't it. And guess what, Puff? If it wasn't your record and you weren't on it, it would be a hit. Ooh, 
Don't let that go over your head because young Miami and them outside. And them youngins are with that bullshit. But they hating on your old ass. Message. You are keeping the fucking record from going number one. Now, I don't agree with none of that shit because you got 52-year-olds out here to acting bad. You got motherfucking real grown people talking about act bad. It makes my stomach hurt. I just fought it. And this is where we get into hate keepers. We get into hate keepers. Because I, I can't even give you the honor of being called a gatekeeper no more. I can't do it. You are not worthy. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Some of these motherfuckers just ain't worthy. And it's okay. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by McDonald's. When you were a kid, nothing was better than getting invited to a birthday party at Mickey D's. We going to McDonald's. That's right. And this June is Grimace's birthday. McDonald's is celebrating by giving Grimace his very own shake. Order Grimace's birthday meal and you get his birthday shake. That's right, the Grimace birthday meal is your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets and fries. Don't be late to the party. This deal is for a limited time only at participating McDonald's. Whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. That's right, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, fast, and clasps that make the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs. And as leaders in their field, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, get that piece you've always wanted and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather. And never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled all the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled and the best part you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it nope discover does it automatically seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match this episode of the kenny burns show is brought to you by mickey d's y'all know the realest conversations always happen in a mickey d's booth give me some of your fries boy you better wash your hands and y'all know all the best nights out in with the bike from Mickey D's. Ooh, Lord, that tequila got my soul. I need some french fries and a chocolate milkshake. A full car. What you want? And we all know that what you want in the Mickey D's drive through is just the right amount of chaos. Boy, I said I want some french fries. You said a quarter pounder with cheese. Give me some nuggets, too. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. What y'all want? Mama, I want some Mickey D's. All right, well, get your daddy. We going to Mickey D's for dinner, baby. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moment. Go on and make more delicious memories today. I need Teule to define a hate keeper because my man been in the books and I think he got something this morning. Talk to us, player. A hate keeper is somebody who is looking to assimilate more than segregate their creative. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. association and aggregating. I don't know what the word what he said. <laughs> assimilate what? Do what? Yeah, they're trying to assimilate and, and fit in so bad that their creative juices is not 
a segregationist type of experience. Now, obviously that word can have some negative connotation to it, but one thing that segregation messed us up with, it caused us to be reliant on other people. As opposed to saying, you know what, hey, look, if I gotta have chitlins, watch me make this a meal. Mm. Right? And so instead of me trying to be MTV, I could have just been BET. I could have been revoked by myself. Who I am. Everybody, who I am. They could have came to me, but instead I want to sit at day table, eat day food, just so I can have an applause for them. And all we had to do was do it ourselves. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm using Puff again as an example. You motherfucking right. They just took, they fucking took Ciroc <laughs> and did and fired this motherfucker. You the example on how not to fuck up a billion dollars. I'm tired. You are out here assimilating, trying to be something you're not. You know why we special, y'all? Let me tell you why we special. Because we can put out this bullshit and still run the world. You okay. hear me? Oh, okay. That's true. We out. We can still run the world with all this bullshit music. And that's what they, listen, let me tell you how we keep fucking their heads up, y'all. Because we keep doing it. We keep running the world. And they done dumbed us down to ourselves. We dumbing each other down. Drink the lean. Your, your organs gonna shut down. Uh, uh, fuck women, because we hate them. Uh, nice women, fuck y'all, because we hate y'all. Uh, yeah, they doing everything. But we still, now the white, little white girls and boys are doing it still. You don't realize that? Huh? They? Capital T-H-E-Y, they. Do, do you not understand that? Because... <laughs> Because history, what history does is prove theory. History proves theory. There's no fashion moments where you're, you know, what's that shit you posted the other day? The nigga with the, the man boob suit jacket and the shit look like skin. That's weird, okay? But fashion, right? You weird motherfuckers. Fashion, no. You're gonna have a wide bell-bottom leg is gonna come back every 10 years. You're gonna have a straight leg. You're gonna have a fucking grip bottom. You're gonna have all the things that keep repeating themselves. You can't redo nothing. All you can do is make it yours. But people don't know how to make stuff theirs because they are looking at other people and trying to fit whatever they think that somebody else wants, like we talked about earlier. Nobody wants to do their own thing because they don't have enough confidence in themselves to just arrive arrive as themselves. Me and Kendra were talking about this the other day, how people really don't know how to arrive as themselves. They keep showing up, figuring out, thinking they figuring out what other people want them to be. So they exhaust themselves trying to fit somebody else's mold instead of their core just being the same and adjusting just a little bit based somewhere to around. I can make whatever pop wherever I am, no matter who the people are, no matter the audience, no matter the amount of money that's in the room. Guess what? Because my core is the same. Do I turn up a little bit if I need to? Yes. Do I turn down a little bit if I need to? Absolutely. Am I too much at times? Yeah, but then I realize and I'm like, oh shoot, chill girl, chill. And then am I sometimes too chill? I'm like, oh girl, turn it up a little bit. Here we are. Yeah, no, and that, but, but that's see, you're so comfortable in that too, sugar. Like even me uh -huh. knowing you the last almost five, what, four years, whatever, three years. Like just to see your growth because you wanted to, not because this being a teacher, doctor wants you to be a certain way, how you want to show you, and you're making more time for you, so therefore more of you is coming out. See, people, I'm picking the mic up again. I'm. A <laughs> Ooh, I just. Are y'all ready for story time one more time? I have an experience. This is story time. This is story time. Um, I'm on a flight, Delta Airlines flight, back from Essence this weekend. Big shout out to everybody who came to Essence this weekend. Uh, round of applause for Essence because 
Although y'all made some mistakes, as it adheres to me. Uh, I know we're going to get it right next year. Okay? Uh, the dream is where I believe in my culture. All right? But I'm on a plane. I'm in first class. Yeah, I did. I work hard. I will not be uncomfortable. My knees, you know, my knees, because of my knees and how I get down. Did y'all see me wind and went tweet? Did y'all see that? They look, they look like they was fine to me. No, okay. They, okay. Round of applause for my knees. No, hello. Okay. So, <laughs> so. That man thought he was from the West Indies. No, right big shout out to Tweet. She bought it out. I mean, Tweet, listen, one time, Tweet don't get enough. You know what I'm saying? Oops, she don't miss. Oh, my head around nothing. Oh, So I'm in first class. I'm, knees are hurting because I'm in the bulkhead. I told Tiffany to never allow me to be on the bulkhead, but she had me book my ticket late, so I was in the bulkhead. And I blame everything on Tiffany. And I'm sitting next to this beautiful young lady, and I want you to follow her and her sister on Instagram. They are called the Yousefs. T-H-E-Y-U-S-E-F-S. E-F-S. And I'm having this conversation, and we're talking about exactly that on the plane, sugar. Like, when you are in a business that you do passionately and that becomes a part of your movement, that's because you inspired it from within. When you come up, uh-huh. have you ever been in, in your bag, ladies and gentlemen, and like just, oh shit, you, you bumped your head into some shit that was just so great, so awesome? And that's how I feel their story is. I, I never met them in my life. I'm on a plane ride for 40, 59 minutes, whatever it was. We talked the entire time. I'm tired as a motherfucker. I was off, I was asleep. But we, I was just so engaged because the light was so bright. You understand me? And it's what I see in y'all and why I identify people the way I identify them because I'm like, yeah, you bumped your head in that. Okay, here's the next level. Here's where you mm-hmm. could go. Here's mm-hmm. how you get out of your own way, right? Because mm-hmm. in life, we do that, y'all. We put constraints. We're uncomfortable. We don't like to speak, so we stay quiet, right? But you really, your light doesn't say be quiet, okay? It tells you to turn the fuck up while you got the time to do so. And that's how mm-hmm. I was feeling talking to her. So I want y'all to follow them. I think they're super dope. Fly is a motherfucker. You're talking about fashion and all. And they're Somalian. You know what I'm saying? From Toronto by way of Somali. So um, big shout out to my Somali crew. They know what to do. Point of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, if you know, you know in your heart and soul, you got something to offer. Offer it. Go deeper. All right. So with that said, um, I want to bring up a little quote I, I sent to Tiffany. And I want y'all to tattoo this on your back. Um, You new gatekeepers, aka haykeepers, are fucking up the world. Not just, not just your little itty bitty world at your company that you think you in charge of making decisions, but you fucking up the world. Cause guess what you're doing? You're setting precedents, huh? The shit you fucking up doesn't play in the human agenda. It doesn't play in the human agenda. It plays in the agenda of the nerds that created AI and wanted to take over the world by creating these social platforms, huh? Mm-hmm. So that they could get some pussy. Okay, let's just put it on the table. All right, I'm sorry, Auntie. I gotta bust the gun again. They didn't get no pussy, okay? And too many people told them no, and too many people told them nah, and talking about you ain't, you know what I'm talking about, and you don't take bad, whatever it was. So they created their own world, but guess what they're doing now, huh? They're creating fucking AI versions of you. They're creating human size AIs 
bars that they can fuck, suck, talk to them back, go play records for them. What the fuck are they gonna need you humans for in a minute? T tell me, you get a robot with some good head. I'm talking about for men and women. You get a robot that's gonna come in there with human flesh on metal. <laughs> he ain't. Yeah, cause the, the women already got a rose, so. You keep talking about this motherfucking rose. Go on, talk about the rose. This ain't no ad. I don't know the motherfuckers. You better give me some money. Come on. Because if I get some money, you're going to sell that shit. Go on, bitch. I'm not busting that gun no more, Cousin Tony and Todd. What in the world? This is a discussion. He was talking about the robots and basically mail order brides almost. And I just said, well, the women already have a rose. You was talking about the robots yeah, but giving me. Roses just, can't you know? supplement that that throbbing. But 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 Terminator I can. Terminator can. No, it can make you. First of all, for everybody, calm down. You're grown. You should be able to make yourself come. But that's one. Two, at the end of the day, you don't need no motherfucking rolls, huh? You need to get that goddamn oil out of that closet that you cooked that bacon with. You know what I'm talking about? That's what you got. <laughs> the oil in the bacon? I'm just, I'm just. But what I'm saying is, they're going to create a Terminator for you niggas, huh? And you ain't gonna be able to get nobody no more. You're gonna be fucked up because they're gonna get the right everything they want and they terminate. They terminator is gonna come and they gonna and tear that up. Mm, mm, terminator mm. gonna come and he gonna be watching your motherfucking kids. He gonna be goddamn in Six Flags. You gonna be like, what the fuck happened? But I, you know, I I, I thought this was an important conversation because big shout out to Fashion Geek Zoe. Uh, from Chicago, he was with me out there and I, I had a phone call, y'all had a phone call that was kind of disturbing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna really get into the the minutia of it, um, but it was really like, how dare you? You know what I mean? Like when you have individuals like myself that over deliver, I'm not a, you know, and I suggest all up and coming entrepreneurs over deliver every relationship, regardless of what's giving back to you, right? But sometimes you gotta remind a motherfucker just who you are, okay? People will play you, they will try you, okay? They will make you Amen. go to jail. If you literally think about what I'm saying, these people will try and agitate you to the point that you bust. And if you check them at the door, ladies and gentlemen, all these fake ass gatekeepers that are hate keepers, in a small little roles at some company they don't own, you gotta check them at the door. Cause one thing I've learned, yeah, I'ma be nice. I might even let something slide that's borderline. But one thing you're not gonna do is play with me. One thing you're and not- And especially not gonna play in my face. Facts. Well, first of all, if it ain't in my face, it don't exist. I'm not even giving nobody the time but it's the it's the plane in my in my space that you can't do that. I'm gonna make you feel like shit, cause I'm that nigga. I'm not no play. You don't play with me. I'm a scorpion. I'm nice. I love you. I will hug you. I will stand there. I will take pictures. I will do whatever I can do in that moment to make sure you are good. But don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't act like what I bring to the table ain't all that and a bag of chips. Hello. Let me get myself. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all out here really Listen. thinking like life goes in a circle around your motherfucking ass and it's way bigger than that, honey. Ain't it, ain't it interesting how people know and can identify that you're who you are? 
Hello. You're amazing. You bring everything to the table. You are just, you know, irreplaceable, right? Yes. And then they do something to drop the ball. And then they be confused when you come back like, I was here. I was already this. I was already that. And you now you want to be now you want to be back Round in my applause. space. Round no. applause. You're not getting ready to have access to me in that way because I gave it to you and you dropped it. Now, if you do some work, maybe. But if you don't, also, you might not have access to me again ever in your life because that was not um, you 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 messed up. I didn't mess up. You messed up. So like when people don't peak early, right? I was having a conversation with some friends. When people peaked in college and you thought, ooh, they are this, that, and that. Let me tell you about me. I'm going to just tell you story time. I did not peak in college. I was funny looking. You hear me? I was funny looking. I had a good core, but I was not that thing with nobody checking for me. They checking now. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And that's okay because now I know how to run it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not running game on nobody, but I know how to do what I need to do because now that confidence that I already had, the outer matches the inner now. Back then, it was just the inner and the outside wasn't presenting confident because I wasn't arriving like I should. Baby, she's arriving. Uh-huh, I am. Thank you. Yes, and that confidence though, sugar, Mm-hmm. It shows, and and mm-hmm. and the thing that those hate keepers will do, they will try to make you feel like what you have is not enough. How, where, and that's where we got we got to come in. That's where we have to step in. Ain't nobody, you can't. And that's why I did the whole. I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot uh, Soul Food Sunday this week. My bad. I was, I was drinking. He was busy. I was drinking. I'm just gonna say what it is. I was drinking. I was drinking. Yeah. I, I was drinking. drinking. Uh. I get filthy when that liquor get it to me. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. So, <laughs> the, the point I was trying to make is that I, more life Monday, y'all, with the please, please stay in the light. Please. Because the light is yours. You are, you are born. Even if you don't really, y'all, I was doing the More Life Monday in my car service on the way to the airport. And the guy, I told him so he wouldn't talk to me when I was taping it. I was like, yo, I'm about to do this thing. So after I did, he was like, he's like, I'm so inspired, sir. Can I ask you a question? I was like, absolutely. He was like, how do I even get my foot in the light? I said, (laughs) I said, you asking that question shows your light. You are, you are, you, you know, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? You are now seeking something that hopefully connects with you because in his question he was like how do i get my foot in light but i'm like it takes light to ask that question light attracts light right and so when i broke down what it meant and what i said to him was i was like light is part of your purpose driven aura we all feel things but we're marginalized by the people around us we're marginalized with the naysayers and nitpickers and the fucking family members that just don't get it. And he was like, oh my God, like you're speaking to me. I was like, you asked the question though. Without you asking the question, you wouldn't have gotten that answer. That answer now is the battery pack in your bag. If that's the way he felt, now he's going forth and he gonna goddamn do something about it. But that's what we yeah. all should do. 
See, y'all don't want to ask no questions. Y'all don't want to check nobody. Y'all don't want to. And checking somebody ain't got to be violent. Checking somebody ain't got to be disrespectful. You just got to say your peace, your truth. Because that's what can't go backwards. Your truth. Now, if you wrong, if you wrong, stand on the ship. That's your truth. How you going to be wrong in your truth with these hate keepers? The hate keepers double down on some shit they know you insecure about. The hate keepers want to keep their foot on their neck because they know how to get to your motherfucking feelings. Mm-hmm. You can't let that happen. You got to stay in your light. Because if you stay in your light, it's almost like a fucking force field. It is. You can't be penetrated. We're human. We're going to feel the things, but get to the motherfucking thing that breaks you out your funk. For me, it's music. I could be going through some crazy shit before I go on stage. When that music hit, I fly. I'm lifted by the people that want the energy. They came to see the energy. They came to see the light. I cannot not give them the light. But we gotta get out. Because that'll replenish you. And and people don't understand that sugar. That's how you refuel. Yep. You could be low. Mm-hmm. I had a crazy conversation on Sunday night, cra- and not anything directed towards me, but just something about somebody I love. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I had to go on stage. I had to go huh. on stage. And, and Sunday night, child, we had Wyclef. We had Baby Shan. One time for Baby Shan. It's a ghetto story. It's a survival story. When I tell you Baby Sham's voice, this man's skinny, y'all. Sound like God. You ever heard a motherfucker say the voice of God? He was so on point. He murdered some big shot to Baby Shan. But we had a whole lineup. And I had to come behind all that. I had to come behind all that energy. So I just want to tell y'all, man, staying in the light is how we hold the gatekeepers responsible and how we get rid of the hate keepers. I want to go around uh-huh. one time and just some encouragement and maybe a small, short, you know, personal testimony about one, how staying in the light has gotten you out of something and how you've proven the naysayers wrong. So I stay in my light by keeping out negative energy, mm. negative people, anyone that's not for me don't need to be around me mm. because they can really drain your spirit and drain drain your light. So I definitely protect my life by keeping my circle small and keeping um, negative energy from around me. And for me, once I let you in mm-hmm. and there's something that you do to me, meaning it's lack of choice, some kind of, you've done something and yes. you have to do something really wrong. Um, most of the time you don't get back in and if you do get back in you don't get the same version of me because you don't you just don't get that you don't deserve it and that's how you protect your life no Taylor how you feeling talk to us champ man you know what I've discovered is that my light cannot be defined by anything outside of my being nobody outside of heaven can tell me what I am that's my life. Like that driver asking you, how do I get there? And you responded by you simply asking that question. You understand, right? Because you can't define that for him. He has to define his life for himself. And once you do that, sky is the limit because now you know yourself and nobody can tell you what you are and what you are not. So if you want to live in your life, have confidence in yourself. I mean, supreme confidence 
Doesn't mean you're not gonna have stumbles, don't mean you're not gonna fall, don't mean you're not gonna take some L's, but those lessons are always gonna prepare you back to that light. And that's the problem I think we're having now. People are allowing others to define the light for them, and that's not possible. You'll be a recycler instead of a creative. A recycler instead of a creative? Boy, you better round of applause. Round of applause. Light-skinned niggas is back. Round of applause. This nigga done put us back on the map. Big shout out to Christopher Light Williams, Light-skinned with beards. Yeah. Dr. Sugar, please come in with your antidote. So uh, whenever you just said, how do you protect yourself and your light? My parents always told me you have to teach people how to treat you. Sometimes people come and they want to act bad, <laughs> as they say. But all you have to do is reroute the energy. All you have to do is reroute it. And if you can teach them something in that moment that makes them think, even if they have to walk away from you, that makes them think about what they've done or how they've acted or how they've come to you, how they've brought negative energy to you, then you've done your you've done your due diligence. There's absolutely nothing you can do except let them know, hey, this isn't going to fly. Or, you know, you just let them know. I'm not going to be spoken to like that. If you want to speak to me, this is how we're going to do it. Because I'm not going to do this to you. You're not going to do this to me. So um, I've been in situations where people thought they knew who, who I was, like, when I was going through a transition and working at a hotel or driving for Uber or whatever, people would talk to me like I was the help. And sometimes they would be like, do you do this full time? Actually, I don't. I'm a teacher. But, you know, we don't get paid enough, so I have to supplement my income. So, oh, well, good for you. No, not good for me. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying, um, oh, you got you, you have how many degrees do you have? I have my master's. Oh, good for you. Uh, no. Mm-mm. No, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. It's just it's just the reality. I hope you have a great day. Do you need any dinner recommendations? You just reroute it. So they think about it when they get out your car or when they get out of your presence because they don't realize that they are talking down to you. And now some people come to you and talk crazy and you just have to reroute it. And it's okay. Just reroute it and keep rolling because you are awesome. Oof. Reroute it and keep rolling. Reroute it and keep rolling. I, I can't come behind that. Pause. Um, I want. I want to wrap this up um, by saying you all are spot on. And the one thing I want to encourage everybody to do is say something if you feel something. You know, we can control most narratives if we just say something before it festers, before it gets bottled up and explodes. That's what we are in the world right now. Everybody's about to explode, and we could change it today. Mm-hmm. See, I gotta go because Kendra can't. I can't even be serious. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the, I on get the, my face straight. <laughs> on the count of three, we're gonna say our creed over because Ken got something to do. The battery it says charged, green light, ready. Uh, on the count of three, we love y'all in real life, and the dream is is real. Love y'all. The dream is real.